hi i'm natasha and today we are going to talk about diseases of the dental pulp the pulp is a formative organ of the tooth it builds primary dentin during the development of the tooth secondary dentin after tooth eruption and reparative dentin in response to stimulus as long as odontoblast remain intact now we'll talk about the causes of pulp disease there are mainly three causes physical chemical and bacterial let's go in details physical causes physical cause include mechanical or thermal injury mechanical injuries are usually due to either trauma or pathological wear of teeth trauma Traumatic injury may or may not be accompanied by fracture of the crown or root. Trauma is less frequently the cause of pulp injury in adults than in children. Traumatic injury of the pulp may be due to the following reasons. Number 1, violent blow of the tooth during fight, sports, automobile accident or household accident. Number 2, habit such as opening bobby pin with teeth and nail biting that may also cause pulpal injury pathological wear the pulp may also become exposed or nearly exposed by pathological wear of the teeth from either of the following attrition abrasion bruxism abstraction if secondary dentin is not deposited rapidly enough Occlusal trauma may also injure the pulp because of repeated irritation to the neurovascular bundles of the periradicular area. In addition, certain dental procedures occasionally injure the pulp. Some are avoidable, others are not. The iatrogenic causes of dental injuries include the following. Number 1. Accidental exposure of the pulp during excavation of the carious tooth structure number 2 too rapid movement of the teeth during orthodontic treatment number 3 rapid separation of teeth by means of mechanical separator number 4 the use of pins for mechanical retention of amalgam or other restorations we have seen trauma and pathological injuries in mechanical injuries now we go to cracked tooth syndrome complete fracture through the body of the tooth because pain of apparently idiopathic origin this is referred to as cracked tooth syndrome number 4 parodontalgia the list of physical causes of pulp injury would not be complete without a consideration of high altitude changes on the pulp parodontalgia also known as erodontalgia denotes tooth ache occurring at low atmospheric pressure experienced during flight or during the test run in a decompression chamber parodontalgia has generally been observed in altitudes above 
10,000 feet but it is more likely to occur at 10,000 feet or above clinical note a tooth with irreversible pulpitis can be symptomless at ground level but it may cause pain at high altitudes because of reduced pressure here we complete mechanical injuries and now let's go to the thermal injuries now let's talk about the thermal causes that cause pulp injury they are caused by various procedures that are done in the dental clinics the first one is heat from cavity preparation number second is heat conduction by fillings number 3 frictional heat during polishing so let's see them one by one the first is heat from the cavity preparation cavity preparation also produce temperature changes with an increase of 20 degrees celsius in temperature during dry cavity preparation of 1 mm from the pulp and 30 degrees celsius increases when there is 0.5 mm from the pulp the cavity is 0.5 mm from the pulp the sensation of pain is a warning sign that pulp is endangered this is a protective reaction as it is elsewhere in the body the chief offender is heat developed by the tungsten carbide burr or diamond during cavity preparation high speed tungsten carbide burr or diamond may reduce the operation time but may also accelerate pulp death if used without a coolant the heat generated may be sufficient to cause irreplaceable pulp damage special care must be exercised when the cavity is large or when tooth is being prepared for a full coverage crown because cutting of dentine is extensive and many dentinal tubules are exposed evidence suggests that pulpal damage is irreparable more rapidly when cavity preparation is done under a water spray sorry it is repaired when cavity preparation is done under a water spray when cavity is prepared with an air turbine or water spray the pulp shows little or no response to the cutting the dentinal tubules remain open and are unaffected for a long period of time in comparison with preparation at low speed it takes longer for reparative or secondary dentine to develop if it develops at all extensive researches on high speed preparation have shown that number 1 the stream of water or air water spray must be directed onto the cutting surface of the burr for maximum cooling number 2 the water stream is deflected in centripetal direction by the rotation of the 
बर बर बंस इन द डेंटिंग में अकर फ्रॉम ओवर हीटिंग बिकॉज ऑफ माल फंक्शन ऑफ द वॉटर स्प्रे और स्ट्रीम विथ अ करस्पॉन्डिंग रिएक्शन इन द पल्प नंबर फोर एस्पिरेशन ऑफ ओडोन्टोब्लास्टिक न्यूक्लिया अकर विथ इनएडिकुएट वॉटर स्प्रे नंबर लास्ट ड्राई कैविटी प्रिपरेशन कॉज नॉट ओनली बोन्स इन द डेंटिंग बट ऑल्सो माइग्रेशन ऑफ ओडोन्टोब्लास्ट माइग्रेशन ऑफ इरिथ्रोसाइट्स एंड हाइपर एनीमिया ऑफ द पल्प दिस वॉज फाउंड एक्सपेरिमेंटली दैट द ग्रेटर द लेंथ ऑफ द टाइम द डेंटिंग वॉज डायड द ग्रेटर द सीवियरिटी ऑफ ओडोन्टोब्लास्ट डिसप्लेसमेंट नाउ क्लिनिकल नोट स्टडी ऑफ साउंड ह्यूमन टीथ इन विच कैविटी प्रिपरेशन वॉज डन एट टू लैक आर पी एम और हायर विथ एन एयर टर्बाइन विथ एडिकुएट वॉटर कूलिंग ऑफ द टूथ शोज लेस इंजरी टू द पल्प टिश्यू दैन वेन कैविटी व प्रिपेर एट स्पीड बिटवीन सिक्स थाउजेंड ट्वेंटी थाउजेंड आर पी एम विदाउट coolant damage and abscess formation of the pulp occur when the water spray is not used now the second procedure that cause heat and injure the pulp is heat conduction by fillings metallic fillings close to the pulp without an intermediate cement base may conduct temperature changes rapidly to the pulp and may eventually cause irreversible changes sudden changes in the temperature from food stuffs such as eating ice cream drinking coffee or chewing ice cubes may also contribute to the pulp injury clinical note remaining dentin thickness under the restoration is the key factor which would determine whether the pulp changes would be reversible or irreversible in nature now the third procedure that causes thermal injury is frictional heat during polishing enough heat may also be generated during polishing of a filling or during setting of the cement to cause at least a transistent pulp injury these injuries are usually repairable clinical note the pulp responds to hot and cold stimuli that are perceived only as pain number 2 heat at temperature between 60 degree fahrenheit that is 16 degree celsius and 130 degree fahrenheit that is 55 degree celsius when applied direct to an intact tooth surface is usually well tolerated by the pulp but food stuffs and beverages above and below these temperatures can be endured also now see the chemical causes of 
pulp injury. Chemical causes of pulp injury are probably less common. The key factor which determines the pulp reaction to a restorative peeling material as as follows. Number 1. Acidity, pH of the material. Number 2. Heat generated during the setting reaction. Number 3. Remaining denting thickness. Number 4. Poor marginal adaptation of the material which might contribute to the bacterial leakage. Peelings of the silver amalgam or composites may produce some pulpal reaction when they are inserted in a cavity with very less RDT that is remaining dentin thickness. The deeper the cavity, the greater the damage caused but in most cases the pulp recovers from these injuries. Clinical note. The long-term prognosis of, the, of a restorative peeling would be determined by its ability to inhibit microleakage or pulpal bacterial contamination. Now let's go to the bacterial causes of pulp injury. The bacteria causes inflammation of the pulp and is the main cause or the common cause of the pulp injuries. Bacteria or their products may enter the pulp through a break in the dentine or either from caries or accidental exposure from developmental groups, from percolation around the restoration, from extension of an infection from gingiva or by ways of blood. The species of bacteria recovered from inflamed or infected pulp are many and varied. Although lactobacilli, acidogenic organisms, are commonly found in carious dentin, they are seldom recovered from pulp because of their low degree invasiveness. Microorganisms need not to be present in the pulp to produce inflammation. The byproduct of the bacteria in the dentin may be sufficient irritating to cause inflammation of, of the pulp. The bacteria most often cover, recovered from infected vital pulp are streptococci or staphylococci. But other organisms including anaerobes have also been isolated. With the introduction of improved methods of molecular identification of pathogens, many new organisms have been identified by researchers. Species that have been found significantly include Propyromonas gingivalis, Propyromonas endodontalis, Fusobacterium nucleus, Cleactum and other polymerase chain reaction methods show higher prevalence of Triponema denticola, a recognized periodontal pathogen in association with Tanerella, Forsythia, and P. gingivalis. Clinical note The presence or absence of bacterial irritation is the determining factor of pulp survival once the pulp has been mechanically exposed. Once bacteria have invaded the pulp, the damage is almost always 
irreparable. Let's see the reaction of the pulp to the bacterial invasion. Once the pulp is exposed by caries or trauma, it is considered infected because microorganisms gain access to it almost immediately. The invading bacteria, however, may be confined entirely to the small area of the pulp exposure. At first, the infection is localized to a small area of the pulp. Just an infection following a scratch of the arm is localized. Although the coronal area of the pulp may be involved by a mild or even severe infective process, the body and apical portion of the pulp may remain normal. The reaction of the pulp in the involved area is an inflammatory response. Polymorphonuclear leukocyte reach the area and further disseminate the bacteria deeper into the pulp is prevented because some microorganisms enter the dentinal tubules. They may gain a foothold that is difficult to dislodge. In this respect, injury of the pulp and injury of the arm or some other part of the body differ. In the later, microorganisms are more readily reached to the tissue defense. The reaction in the inflamed pulp also differs from the from that in an inflamed arm or other organ in that little or no room is provided during the inflammatory state for swelling of the pulp because the pulp is entirely enclosed in a hard unyielding dentinal walls except at the apical foramen. If the inflammatory process is severe, it will extend deeper into the pulp and all the symptoms of the acute reaction will be manifested. Considerable inflammatory exudate accumulate and cause pain from the pressure on the nerve endings. Area of necrosis develop owing to the disturbance in the nutritional supply. Many of the polymorphonucleocytes die from pus formation and pus forms further irritation in the nerve cells further irritating the nerve cells if the process is less severe lymphocytes and plasma cells will replace the polymorphonuclear leukocytes in number and the inflammatory reaction may be confined to the surface of the pulp such a chronic inflammatory state may be localized for a long time unless the microorganism penetrate deeper into the pulp and cause an acute reaction manifested by a clinical flare-up. On the other hand, the chronic process may continue until most of the most of or all of the pulp is involved, ultimately leading to its death. It is a core it in the course of the of this development in the course of this development the organisms may be killed but are more commonly they survive in this course of development sorry in this course of development or in this sorry in the course of this development the organism may be killed but more commonly they survive and set up a reaction in the periapical tissue 
by the product of metabolism during the inflammatory reaction tissue pressure is increased stasis occur with resulting necrosis of the pulp in some cases the necrotic pulp in some cases the necrotic but sterile pulp tissue cause no symptoms but remain quiescent 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 for years the situation is an expectation because in most cases the microorganisms survive and if virulent multiply rapidly and reach the periapical tissue with where they continue to continue the destruction and produce an acute alveolar abscess if they are less virulent the microorganisms will remain in the root canal and by their toxic product will gradually and quietly produce a chronic abscess without giving rise to subjective symptoms other than those associated with the sinus tract if one develops when the defense force of the periradicular tissue are adequate a ring of granulation tissue is formed to delimit the bacteria and neutralize their toxins in some cases such low grade irritation stimulate the epithelial rest and causes a cyst meanwhile during the process the dentinal tubules may become infiltrated with the product of blood decompositions bacteria and occasionally food debris and the dentin becomes discolored such discoloration of the tooth structure is sometimes the first clinical sign of pulp has that or died